Welcome to Manowaker Studios' Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm C.B. DeRoghi. This week, The Planet Keeper's Apprentice by Avra Margariti. Alpha. I'm dreaming of the mother I only half remember when Master Alistair drops a heavy bucket of cleaning supplies at my feet. The stars are looking dim. Go polish them, Casper. His voice is feathery, but I never mistake it for soft. I was supposed to be studying astral charts, but I fell asleep on the kitchen table in Master's Tower. My cheek smarts where it rubbed against the gritty wood and dry parchment. Under Master's sharp eyes, I grab the bucket and head out through the back door into the inky evernight. Beta Master Alistair's job as planet keeper is to ensure everything is in order in the universe, like a cosmic conductor. He is always busy in his observatory, bent over his telescope, ancient scrolls, and flashing, rotating apparatuses. I've been Master's apprentice for as long as I can remember, and I'm almost twelve now. While he focuses on the planets, moons, and other celestial objects, I tend to the stars. I see to it that their light reaches the other planets, including the distant Earth, where my mother came from. I push my small boat off the pier and row across the sky. The dock is closed now, the Master says it once welcomed wandering ships. I can't picture Master accepting visitors into his tower. For the longest time we've been the only residents of this tiny nameless planet. The stars blink as I approach them. I wink back in greeting. When I reach the closest star cluster, I let go of the oars and slowly climb to my feet, keeping my balance as important. Master always tells me, Nobody will catch you if you fall. I take out my wax and cleaning rag and set to polishing the stars to a warm shine. I'm always gentle with them. The stars are about the size of my head, shaped like light bulbs. Dust and space gunk sometimes coat their porous surface, diminishing their glow. I like to talk or sing to the stars as I work, The Master would mock me if he ever found out. He says stars aren't sentient and I'm not a child anymore. But I swear the stars recognize me. Their glows pulsate like heartbeats whenever I lay my palm against their squishy soft bodies. Rowing my boat between every star in our corner of the universe takes hours. I never go too far, though my arms itch to keep rowing. I need to preserve my strength for the journey back. Sometimes I find a star that no longer illuminates, even after I've cleaned it. In that case, I must remove it from the pitch-black firmament and take it back for Master Alistair to examine. Tonight there are two burned-out stars, and I feel my eyes stinging. When stars die, I hold a funeral for them. I place a hand over my heart and say a few words. Then I detach both dead stars from the sky and hug them close while I row back to Master's looming tower, hoping he doesn't see my tears through his telescope. Gamma Master Alistair is angry a lot. 
He's always muttering through his beard that I'm too soft and childish. How are you going to take my place one day? A planet keeper must make tough decisions. I look out the window whenever he says this. Stars don't judge. They let you be yourself. Master is especially angry whenever I ask about my mother. Today he's been drinking from his homemade moonbeam brew. I realize too late this isn't going to end well. If you'd just tell me where she is, I could search for her. Casper, enough! Master drags me by the back of my shirt down the spiral staircase leading into the cellar. I could fight him, but I don't. Who's going to look after my stars if he decides to cast me out into the universe? I'm not allowed to wander through the stone tower, which takes up most of our dwarfish planet. The many floors, rooms, and labyrinthine hallways are foreign to me, despite this being the only home I've known. The cellar, on the other hand, I'm overly familiar with. At the bottom of the stairs, Master slurs, I wish I'd never met your mother. His watery eyes pierce me. For a moment, I can't tell if he's angry or sad. She had a view of every planet in the solar system, every star in the sky, but she was never satisfied. When you miss her, think about how she abandoned us, abandoned you without a second thought. He slams the door. The bolt slides in place. I curl in on myself like the Andromeda space mollusks. In the darkness, I try to remember everything I can about my mother. Her soft hands rocking me to sleep. Her loud laughter and louder singing. Her restlessness. She was always staring out the window, looking for... What? Why did she leave? And why did she leave me here with him? Several hours later, footsteps trudge down the cellar stairs. Master unlocks the door. I squint against the sudden light. Have you learned your lesson yet? He asks. No, but I want to learn the truth. Delta. I carry a tray of tea up the observatory's drafty staircase. The tremor of my spindly arms causes the heavy porcelain set to clatter. No reply comes when I knock. I push the door open, my heart beating in uneven tempo. Master Alastair sits on his stiff-backed chair, his cheek resting on an open atlas. I think he's asleep at first. Then I see his eyes, glassy and colder than usual, staring without really seeing me. His skin appears waxy, and blue ink stains the tip of his gray beard. This is the first time I've seen his face so relaxed, without anger or bitterness distorting his features. I see the resemblance between us, and the realization grips hold of me. A part of me, of course, knew all along. I set down the cooling tea and drape a blanket over him. Gently. For the first time, I climb up the observatory's ladder onto the roof, the highest point of Master's Tower. I want to cry the way I do when a star dies, but my eyes are dry as dust. The sky is close enough to touch, the evernight enveloping me like Mother's embrace. 
The stars blink in solidarity, bright dots against the sky fabric. I sit on the cool stone and take it all in. Something pulls inside me, a restlessness passed down from my mother. She could see the entire universe from here, as Master said. But perhaps that wasn't enough. She needed to be part of it, a traveler instead of a conductor. Later, I'll place Master Alistair's body inside an old rowboat and set him adrift across the sky. I'll sing a song for him. A last goodbye. Though I am now free to look for my mother, I'm not going to. A planet master must make tough decisions. Traveling, learning the truth, has to wait. My stars need me. So I sit here and breathe in tandem with them. This has been The Planet Keeper's Apprentice Written by Avra Margariti And first published in Zizzle Lit Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast Is supported by patrons on Patreon Visit patreon.com slash manowaker to find out more The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song Is by Kevin MacLeod Manowaker Studios Director of Dice is Ben Baston. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Drogi. Thanks for listening.